Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And welcome back for another week of Animal Radio. We have a lot to do today, so I'm not going to dilly-dally around. We have your Westminster coverage. Live from New York, Darlene Arden and Jerry Grimack, brought to you by Dogshire, our friends at Dogshire. Now, Jerry Grimack, he actually works at the Hotel Penn over there. Yes, he does, and he's going to give us some of the the behind-the-scene information, what goes on at the hotel. I think the uh, dogs stay there. Most of the dogs stay there for Uh Westminster. Most of them do. Also, our friend Darlene Arden reporting. Also today, Bob Barker is back. Woohoo! This is his third or fourth appearance on Animal Radio. He's talking about his elephant friends, like Ruby in the Los Angeles Zoo. Uh, your calls at one 405 8405 Oh, by the way, the AKC has released their list of top breeds. We'll have the ones that top the list. Maybe yours is in it. And a brand new diet drug for dogs. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that really is crazy. <laughs> I don't know if they really need it or not. And we'll find out with the expert, uh, the second in charge over there at the ASPCA, Dr. Stephen Hansen. Let's go to Anchorage, Alaska, on line three, where I believe Dr. Paul Joslin is on the phone. Dr. Yes. Joslin. Yes. Paul Joslin, how are you doing? Well, not too bad up here in Frigid, Alaska. Well, you know, <laughs> I had a chance to live in Anchorage for, for a while, so I know what it's like, and it's very pretty part of our country, but no place for an elephant to live. You are absolutely correct. And we've actually seen Maggie uh, up there in the, in the zoo, and uh, she, of course... I want to sort of, we have a lot of new listeners, so I want to sort of give an overview of what has happened to Maggie, well, since we've seen her many, many years ago. She's one of those elephants that's alone in the Alaska Zoo without uh, any company, and she uh, doesn't have a lot of room to work out. And uh, did they try to put together a treadmill so that she could exercise? Tell the whole story, if you will, Doctor. Well, uh, you know, essentially... What happened is years ago, they, uh, the zoo started off with an elephant that they'd won in the lottery, and that's how the, this local zoo began. And uh, that elephant, after a while, Annabelle, they decided, well, maybe we should have a second elephant. So uh, they brought in our current uh, animal, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the result of a very sad story. She came from Zimbabwe. Uh, her mother and others had been shot. And then as often is done is that, uh, hey, there's some value in the calves. So these were sold around the globe, and this is one of the places that got uh, um, one of those baby elephants. Mm. And they, uh, what they did is they, they put uh, Maggie in with, with uh, an Asian elephant, you know, the two totally different species. Mm-hmm. And so they had kind of a tacit relationship, but she was acquired from the very start, from the idea that, hey, elephants are social, aren't they? Sure. The zoo itself recognized that. Well, Annabelle didn't do so well. A lot of elephants don't do well if they're confined and have to walk around concrete. And so Annabelle developed foot rot. And uh, please explain and, what that is. They died. It, it's essentially, uh, you know, elephants weigh so much that um, you know if they have to walk in concrete most of the time, that's not the best substrate for their feet, and their feet are very very sensitive. Well, uh, poor uh, Annabelle, her, her, she developed uh, a foot condition that's very common in the zoo world uh, because so many elephants are confined to such small spaces. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she eventually died. So that left then with Maggie all by herself. Well, as we all know, elephants are highly social animals. Mm-hmm. 
and you know here's Maggie all by herself. Um, friends of Maggie, the organization to which I belong up here, um, had pushed for years that Maggie be moved to um, another facility where there would be other elephants that she could share her life with in a warmer mm-hmm. climate. You know, Alaska is a place for keeping an elephant. Mm-hmm. No. And the, the zoo board decided that um, they would first experiment with a treadmill. It, it's never been made before for an elephant, but they thought, you know, if she's overweight and you know needs exercise, maybe we'll give her a treadmill, ignoring the fact Hey, well, what about our social requirements? Mm-hmm. Sure. But apart from the fact that hey, nobody had ever built a treadmill for an elephant before, and that that's a pretty scary thing, and that there's a lot of risk involved, and a lot of money spent, a hundred and fifty grand. They spent, spent uh, over a million dollars trying to build this facility. Wow! So uh, it, it, it's it, a sad it, tale. But the but the good news is, the the zoo board at the time when it finally decided to that it was going to keep Mikey, it left the door open. It said, and in three years' time, we will return to this question mm-hmm. and see what to do next. I, I mean, I guess one would have to say that the, that, the, uh, that the zoo people, you know, their heart may have been in the right place. They're just not recognizing elephant needs. Well, the more we know is, about elephants, Doctor, the more. My yeah. question is, what are the forces at uh, work here? Obviously, the zoo is spending a million dollars to... Uh, uh, try to accommodate uh, Maggie. What are the forces that want to keep her there that don't really understand that uh, Maggie doesn't belong there? You know, part of it, I think, is that the zoo began with an elephant, you know, uh, an animal that was won on a lottery. Sure, it's sentimental. And, and so there's a sentimental value. Um, uh, there's just a lot attached to You know, they've, they've, they've had elephants since the, the, the zoo began. Mm. You and see, so this is, this they, is they, hard to buy, like, doctor. Doctor, that's hard to buy that they would spend oh, a million dollars uh, for sentimental reasons and not see beyond what's happening. What's best for me? Is there, is there, is there more politics in, involved there? I, I think that's mostly it. There's, there's uh, you know, some folks have said, well, you know, are they doing this to raise money? I, I myself um, have a lot of zoo experience. And we had recommended to them to say, look, I mean, you know, if if, if you regard this as a, as a major source of income, there's a lot of other animals that you could have instead of elephants. You're up here in the Arctic, subarctic. You need to have Arctic, subarctic animals. Sure. It's your own mission is to have Arctic, subarctic animals. So choose something else that uh, can attract the traffic, but at the same time, is a lot more humane, a lot more educational. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we recommended very, very strongly that they uh, uh, let Maggie go, let Maggie move to, uh, there's four different institutions in the lower 48 where uh, we think are, you know, with... Uh, They're all fine, fine, great places to, to be with other elephants in a better climate and a lot of room to walk around. It just seems like a gimme, and I'm, I'm amazed that this is still going on. Now, it's, it's making front-page news up there in Anchorage. It seems like every day in the Anchorage press there's something about it. Just about. that the Literally, uh, yesterday, the letters to the editor, every one of them dealt with Maggie. The day before, the, the editor that oversees those letters said that, you know, we get news items on... You know, just about everything here, but the most the most common item that we receive continuously, a year in and year out, is about Maggie. 
Now, this three that, that, There's a lot of people very, very concerned about the, the, this zoo, uh, at a private zoo, just refusing to uh, look to Maggie's needs to move her to the lower 48. Now, this three years is up in August. What do you think is going to happen? It, well, we hope that the zoo board will make a decision to move Maggie. Mm-hmm. We know at the time when they decided to keep her that it was a split board. There was a lot of dissension within the board as they worked out what to do with Maggie. We're hoping now that they've gone three years, they, you know, they spent all this money on a treadmill. She's yet to use the treadmill. I, I think that, that the penny is falling, the decision that, you know, this is no way to keep an elephant. That, sure. that, well, let's get, Ma- let's get Maggie out of there and let's get all the overweight people up there in Alaska to spend their money and use that treadmill so the zoo can keep their money <laughs> and we can get Maggie back down here. Other zoos across the country that have come under fire have closed their doors, uh, including the, uh, not closed, the elephant exhibit doors, uh, not their whole doors, just the elephant exhibits at Philadelphia Zoo, uh, two other zoos, including the Bronx Zoo, San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, uh, Anchorage, we're waiting for you to make that decision. I, I hope, and I'm hoping it's just around the corner. You know, one of the things uh, people in the lower 48 can do is, you know, is write letters up here. Just that the newspaper's full of letters. Well, uh, hey, keep that word going out there. I mean, if they wrote letters to simply to letters at ADN, that's the Anchorage Daily News dot mm-hmm. com, uh, they. That would give the opportunity for the newspaper to look at those letters and maybe get them published. And we'll put that link at animalradio.com for those of you that are driving right now. And there's Great. also a website for Friends of Maggie? Yes. 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 What, what is that That's website? Uh, uh, friendsofmaggie.net. So that's very simple, too. Just friendsofmaggie, all one word, dot net. I suggest if you're very involved with this, you uh, check out the last few Anchorage Daily News uh, issues which are available online through their website, and you can learn a little bit about Maggie. Now, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Bob Barker, who is has his own mission yes. uh, with elephants down here in the lower 48. Doctor, we thank you for joining us. Dr. Paul Joslin, a wildlife biologist located in Anchorage, Alaska. Well, thank you. Also coming up, our Westminster coverage brought to you by Dog Shirt. Animal Radio is brought to you by Spay Day USA. Do it for love. Spay or neuter your pet for Spay Day USA. It's on February 27th. It's good for you, your pet, and your community. Visit www.spaydayusa.org. Animal Radio is brought to you by Perfect Fence, the first freestanding Houdini-proof outdoor cat enclosure. Now your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Oh, it looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane Go Shopping. Don't forget, one 800 
electorate, say AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. As your dogs age, their nutritional needs change. You want to keep them healthy and feeling young, so Pet Ag created DogSure. DogSure is the first liquid daily supplement that meets the full nutritional needs of aging pets. Packed with powerful antioxidants and nutrition for aging dogs, the vanilla-flavored DogSure can also serve as a full meal replacement or an appetite stimulant. Recommended by vets around the world, Pet Ag products are leading the way for aging pet nutrition. Visit www.petag.com for more information. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. I'm no stranger to Animal Radio, Mr. Bob Barker. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. It's good to hear from you. I wish that uh, when we hear from you that it wasn't under such circumstances, uh, unfortunately. A few minutes ago, we just got off the phone with a very reputable doctor in Anchorage, Alaska. Are you familiar with Maggie? I am. Okay. Uh, Last time we had spoken, you you hadn't heard about Maggie yet, but I guess you've heard about Maggie who's in trouble, basically, needs to get out of there. And, of course, this, this kind of thing happens all over the country, as you know. And it, it's happening there in Los Angeles. Tell the listeners that haven't heard the whole story what's going on there in L.A., Bob. Well, uh, there were three elephants at the Los Angeles Zoo uh, about whom we were very concerned. Mm-hmm. Gita, Ruby, and Billy. And uh, an outside veterinarian had examined Gita and said that he thought that she was in such bad shape that she probably would not be alive at the end of a year. Mm -hmm. Wow. And the zoo veterinarian and the zoo director maintained that Gita was fine and uh, all was going to be well. Well, in a matter of months, Gita was dead. Now, we are hopeful that this very sad experience will help us get Ruby and Billy out of the zoo. We're hoping now that the zoo will cooperate. Mm -hmm. And uh, only yesterday, I was told that it is looking uh, encouraging as so far as Ruby is concerned. We're hoping that we will get Ruby out of the zoo soon. And where will Ruby go? Ruby will, as of now, we think that Ruby will go up to a sanctuary near Sacramento called Performing Animal Welfare Society. Pause. Mm -hmm. It uh, is acres and acres of uh, uh, trees and grass and lakes and uh, much, much better for Ruby than the zoo would ever be. It's not their, her natural habitat, of course. No. But it's the best possible thing we think we can do for her. Sure. One question comes to mind. Uh, when we talk about Maggie in Anchorage, obviously the climate there is very, very cold, and it seems very obvious that th- this animal doesn't belong there. What about the elephants that are at the L.A. Zoo? The, the real reason they're having trouble is because the, the exhibits are, are fairly small. Is that correct? Very they're small. on their feet very all the time. And they're that... isolated. They're very social creatures. Well, they are indeed social creatures. And uh, animal uh, experts, uh, elephant experts, say that it is torture to keep an elephant alone, particularly mm. the female elephant. Sure. And... Uh, Ruby has been uh, isolated, I think, for about two years now. She is not on exhibit, 
and uh, she doesn't have an, any companionship. Mm-hmm. Billy is on exhibit, or he was. I think they may have even taken him off uh, out of it uh, and, and, and put him in isolation as well. But if they haven't, he is on exhibit by himself. But Billy, now he's only 20 years old, and he's been at that zoo for about 17 years, and he is developing abnormal behavior. He's doing mm-hmm. the this head bobbing you have you you've seen elephants mm-hmm. in captivity how they just stand and bob their heads up and down is that just frustration or uh, agitation uh, yes it's it's uh, frustration and uh, a lack of uh, exercise uh, uh, living without enough room in which to be elephants mm. it's uh, it's it's sad it's it sad. is very sad and you see zoo uh, circus elephants doing the same thing well, you hear so much about the foot rot because they're unable to walk in in their natural habitat. They can walk up to 50 miles a day, and they're cooked right. up on cement all day long. It's That's right. right. They do, and uh, poor Ruby, she's standing on cement up there in isolation, as I am, I, as, as, uh-huh. as I am told. And if, if um, she continues, why, she will undoubtedly... Uh, have problems with her feet. In fact, I understand that it is beginning. She is beginning to have trouble with her feet, and she is showing mental stress. Okay, well, let's let's get her out there, Bob. Uh, you have put up three hundred thousand dollars to, right. and and you're, you're going to match, and you're encouraging to to match. I'm, I don't have that kind of money. I'm going to match. I'm going to put in one hundred dollars right now. I'm going to encourage every listener of Animal Radio to help with this. If it's twenty bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks. Up to what is it? Three hundred thousand? You'll match. I said that uh, I, I pledged. Uh, Go ahead and let, get let, that. Let me see if the, the, the machine will pick that up. It I'm might. Sorry. It might, might be the zoo right now. I should have taken <laughs> it off the hook. Well, but, that's okay. Uh, uh, I have pledged three hundred thousand dollars, and I think that so far they have uh, almost uh, two hundred thousand, and so we're getting pretty close. And this money will help move Ruby to the sanctuary in Sacramento. Is that correct? Well, it uh, will support Ruby. Okay. They figure, uh, I think they estimated it would take about $30,000 a year. And so the 300000 would support Ruby for um, 10 years. Okay. How old is Ruby? 45. Ruby is uh, 40, I believe it's, let me think for a moment. Uh, she's 44. She's 44 years old, and uh, she's been at the zoo about uh, 23 years. Okay. Uh, we're getting really close to uh, getting her out as far as the zoo is, is going to release her. We don't well, know we yet. we don't know that. Okay. I, I said that I had heard uh, encouraging news yesterday. Mm-hmm. I talked with Pat Derby mm-hmm. up at the pause, mm-hmm. and she said she thought that... Uh, that they would be able to get Ruby. And I might add that uh, uh, we're trying to get uh, Maggie into a pause as well, the sanctuary. That would be wonderful. That would be yeah, wonderful. There's so many zoos that are now closing down their elephant exhibit, uh, the San Francisco Zoo, I think Philadelphia. A lot of these zoos should so follow. Great suit. example. Great example. And uh, this is not isolated to the L.A. area. Is, oh, is, no, no, no. This no. is uh, all over. Only fairly recently, the Bronx Zoo in New York uh, they're going to keep I think they have three elephants now and they are going to uh, uh, keep them uh, for the remainder of their lives but they are not going to replace them is, is my understanding uh-huh. and the Bronx Zoo was the last zoo in metropolitan New York yes. that had elephants in captivity uh, the uh, 
Central Park Zoo does not have elephants. The other zoos in the metropolitan area do not have elephants. And uh, that's wonderful. In fact, I believe there are 210 zoos accredited by the American Zoo and Aquarium Association. And of that 210, only 75 still have elephants in captivity. Great. Mm -hmm. So it, it is... The zoos, the, the enlightened, progressive zoos have come to terms with the fact that it is cruelty to keep elephants in zoos. And they're closing their exhibits. And it's unfortunate that some zoos, like the Los Angeles Zoo, have not seen the light. But we're hoping that they will. Yeah, well, you think of Los Angeles as being very progressive, but I think they're coming around. We're hoping they're coming around. Now, this money uh, that... The Los uh, Angeles Zoo has been an embarrassment to the city. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm not much of a zoo guy all around. I'm a zero zoo guy. <laughs> the uh, Zoo should be spelled P-R-I-S-O-N. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, okay, this money would be going to PAWS, is that correct? Yes. Okay, uh, and their website... Do we have that website? Is it PAWS? We're going we're gonna to find that out. Uh, we'll let listeners know in just a moment what website you can go to learn more about this. And, oh, you uh, mean if they want to make contributions? Yes. Well, I believe that uh, the contributions are being uh, handled by uh, Catherine Doyle. Okay. And uh, she's with uh, In Defense of Animals. Okay. But she is also, I think she has her own organization for this particular uh, project. And I'm looking as we talk to see if I can't help you out on uh, how to reach her. Because if, if any of your listeners want to make contributions, yeah, we want to make it as want, easy as possible. I want to know where to send my money. That's, that's what I want to know. Well, I'm going to ask these listeners, if, you, if you're a long-time listener to Animal Radio, if, if you've uh, enjoyed the programming that we've had in the past, this is a great way to help us out, help Maggie and help Ruby get them to the places they belong. And uh, I'll tell you what, Judy's looking this information up. We'll well, put I have it all right up. Here in front oh, you do? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Her name is Catherine Doyle. Okay. And she's founder of Los Angeles Alliance for Elephants. And she's also affiliated with In Defense of Animals. And her telephone number is 323 301 5730. We'll post uh, website information at AnimalRadio.com for you there. We appreciate you taking time to visit with us once again. You've always been a friend of Animal Radios and always have been a friend of all of the animals. We appreciate that. And the next time we want to talk to you is when Maggie and Ruby have been released to pause. And when they're in their new home. Yeah. Uh, do you know of the elephants uh, Nicholas and Gypsy? Well, where are no. they located? Uh, they are in Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the uh, uh, facility that they are in, but it's operated by a man named Cuneo. Mm -hmm. Well, those two elephants are going to pause. Oh, good. Yeah, and pause, uh, they have to have a larger uh, place to uh, house uh, Nicholas and uh, a male, the, the male. Uh, uh -huh. They have to have a, a separate uh, facility and. Uh, they're, they will be building that. I think they may have started it, or at least uh, planned it. And uh, we hope to get Billy up there with Nicholas. We're, we're trying. <laughs> we have elephants coming from every direction. That's why we're trying to collect money for Paws. Okay. And then we just also found the Paws website is uh, Paws.org, and of course links to everything you've heard on Animal Radio at AnimalRadio.com. We're not done with Bob Barker. We'll be back in just a minute with more Animal Radio. Stick around. 
preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Bob Barker is with us. Uh, we last time we talked to you, uh, the first time we talked to you, we talked about your pets at home. You still got pets at home? Oh, sure. Tell us. I have a beautiful dog, a shelter dog, of course, mm-hmm. part Chow and part Golden Retriever. Her name is Jessie. Mm-hmm. And then I have Mr. Rabbit and his honey bunny. <laughs> and I've just turned over one room to them. Yeah, this is the, the rabbit that I believe actually destroyed a TV set that you got? He has, they've eaten the wires out of a television set. They've yes. destroyed car- carpets and, and, and curtains. But it's their room. Yeah, sure. And they can decorate it any way they want. That's what I'm saying. We, we allow the cats to do that around here. We give them their room to do that. Uh, preferably rooms without wires in them. <laughs> no, no. The, the, the wires, if, not if they're, if they're hot. If they're hot, they yeah. can be very bad. But yeah. uh, the wires that they chew on are not. Yes. <laughs> well, we appreciate you spending time with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon again, okay? It's a pleasure, and thank you for this opportunity to tell your listeners about the elephant situation. Help us out. Thank you so much for your time. We'll speak to you soon again. It's my pleasure and best to both of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who is this? Hi, my name is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. It's not the best, but uh, pretty good. That's <laughs> that's acceptable. Okay. Where, where are you calling from? Uh... Pennsylvania. Okay. Listening on, uh, what's, what side of Pennsylvania are you calling from? Uh, Reading. Okay, so probably listening on WEEU. Thank you very much. Yes. What can we do for you today? Okay, I have a, a regular cat, and she has like a scaly situation on her skin, and, you know, she scratches herself, and I have two other cats, and they don't have it. Mm, okay, and it's, uh, it's not fleas. You've checked for fleas, right? There's no fleas. No fleas, no flea dirt. What does it look like, the, the scaly area? It's like like a dry scab on it, and then she scratches herself. Uh-huh. Could that be a, a condition on the skin? or? Sure, it could be a, a bunch of things. Let me just ask some uh, standard things. Is there anything new in the house that could be causing an allergy? Any no. new carpet, any new... Foods that they're eating, any new bowls? No. Okay. And, and none of the other animals have this? No. Okay, but there are other animals in the house. Yes. Okay, okay. how old is the cat? Uh, she's 15. She's 15, okay. Is she short or long hair? Uh, kind of medium? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What I'm guessing at, without actually seeing, is I think that the your cat may have ringworm. Have you ever heard of ringworm? Yeah, I had that a long, long time ago. But it, but it, it's like she scratches herself and then it gets, gets sore on her. Uh huh. Well, they appear as lesions. They can appear all around the body. Where on the body are you seeing it? Uh, from the back of her neck down to her tail. Mm hmm. That's something I would uh, check out with the vet there. It sounds like some kind of ringworm. And, of course, that is one of those things that is transferable between humans and uh, animals. And also is a big misconception. That's not a worm, is it? No, it's not actually a worm. It's just an infection. It's caused by a fungus that grows in, like, the dead layers of the skin or nails. It really has nothing to do with ringworm. And is it prevalent in multiple cat households? What is the situation with that? Yes, it's more prevalent in long-haired cats in multiple households. And, again, it can be passed to other animals as well as humans and you can't tell by just 
visually looking at the scales. Uh, if you take your cat to your vet, he actually puts it under a UV lamp, which is called a woods oh, lamp. Oh, yeah, one of those woods lamps? One of those woods lamps. Okay. And it actually turns a certain color that he can tell. And once it has been diagnosed, you need to treat the animal. And how is the treatment? Is that usually a topical and an oral? It's both a topical and an oral, and if possible, you need to keep the cat isolated. Yeah, that's the one problem right now is you don't want the other cats to get this. Or if that's what it is. Yeah, or you. It can be passed. I don't know if there's any children in the house, but it can be passed to to humans, and that's normally it will run its course, but the fact that it's so highly contagious and infectious is very well advised to have it treated. And whether it's ringworm or not, if, if your animal is scratching at it, causing it to uh, have open, open sores, sores, which could cause infection, mm-hmm. uh, that that could be a big problem right there. So unfortunately, it's one of those things you can't hold your dog up to, the, or your cat up to the uh, to the radio, and, <laughs> and we'll look real closely. This is one of those things you, you'll need the vet for, unfortunately. Okay. And uh, we're, we're sorry about that. Let us know how that turns out, Okay. Okay. We'd be interested to hear what the vet says. Okay. And we thank you very much for listening to Animal Radio. How many cats do you have? You have three, four cats? Three. Three cats? Oh, yeah. They're like babies. (laughs) They crawl under the the blanket if you're cold. (laughs) (laughs) And the the one cat, he was an outside cat. I mean, he survived two years ago in all that real cold weather we had. Oh, yeah. And Uh, now he's... They're they're pretty snuggly in bed, I bet, huh? (laughs) And they're they're babies. (laughs) Well, uh, is it okay if we send them uh, some uh, toys, some kitten toys? Sure. Okay, we'll do that. Hold on one second, okay? Sarah, thanks for listening to Animal Radio and listening on W. Okay. Hold on one second. 1-866-405-8405. Your Westminster coverage up next. Now, any cat can be happy and safe outdoors. Perfect Fence is the first complete freestanding backyard fence enclosure for cats. Now, your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Perfect Fence is affordable, easy to install, and best of all, virtually invisible. Find out why thousands of cat owners described Perfect Fence as life-changing. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Making sure your dog stays hydrated when you're on the go just got easier with HydroGo, the pet canteen with a fold-out funnel bowl. Not only does the HydroGo allow unused water to be poured back into the canteen, the bowl easily detaches to allow the canteen to be used as a second bowl for both food and water. What could be easier when hiking, on car trips, and visits to the park? Don't get caught without water for your pet. Visit www.vetventures.com to find out more. Hi, I'm Doris Day for the Humane Society of the United States. As the founder of Spay Day USA in 1995, I'm proud that Americans have spayed or neutered more than one million dogs and cats as part of our volunteer program. Won't you join us for our annual Spay Day USA on the last Tuesday of February? Visit SpayDayUSA.com to find the Spay Day USA event nearest you. Please call. As your dogs age, their nutritional needs change. You want to keep them healthy and feeling young, so pet Ag created DogSure. DogSure is the first liquid daily supplement that meets the full nutritional needs of aging pets. Packed with powerful antioxidants and nutrition for aging dogs, the vanilla-flavored DogSure can also serve as a full meal replacement or an appetite stimulant. Recommended by vets around the world, pet Ag products are leading the way for aging pet nutrition. Visit www.petag.com for more information. 
Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And it's time for your Westminster coverage. Animal Radio's Westminster coverage brought to you by DogSure, the first liquid daily nutritional supplement that can also serve as a full meal replacement. DogSure is available where quality pet products are sold. Learn more online at www.petag.com. Hey there, Jerry. How you doing? Very good. How are you, sir? Very well. We have Hotel Penn's very own Jerry Grimick uh, joining us today and kicking off a week long of reports from Westminster and actually sort of behind the scenes because you're there at the hotel. You see the dogs that are in there. You, you might even have ideas as to who's going to win. Well, you know what? Not yet. But here at Hotel Penn, we've already had something of a hundred rooms checking in with dogs. Wow. Some of them with up to six dogs. Now, what's that like, a whole, whole hotel full of dogs? <laughs> it is It's amazing. I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun, and we relish it. We love it, because we cater to our four-legged guests as well as we do our two-legged guests. And every time this year, uh, the, the hotel fills up with all the Westminster guests, and I, I would imagine the room service uh, requests are a little bizarre, are they not? Oh, yes. I've actually had today people tell me that I want to schedule a pickup of a McDonald's hamburger on Sunday <laughs> at 5 p.m. So have I got bookings already? Now, is that for them or for their dogs? I think it's for the dogs, but they may have a bite or two. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. And now, what uh, what can we look forward to this week? We understand we just heard one of our reporters uh, tell us that there's a lot of parties going on tonight. Oh yes, I think this is the pre-Westminster bash. Many, a lot of people are having room parties, local parties. They're getting prepped up. The dogs, they want them to feel comfortable. They want them to feel like a rock star. Sure, sure. Okay, what kind of dogs have you seen so far? Oh, I've seen these beautiful Samoy dogs. They look like heavenly pillows, like clouds. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh my gosh, we've seen everything from pugs to labs to German Shepherds. Now, are these all contestants, or are some of them just uh, uh, spectators? No, these are all contestants. Okay. Do you have a favorite? Not yet. <laughs> this weekend, this weekend, they're going to be checking in all through Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be giving you reports on these check-ins. Okay. I will tell you which is the one that's everyone that everyone's buzzing about, essentially. Well, I understand. We just heard from the AKC that uh, the Yorkshire Terrier, uh, the smaller dogs, are becoming more predominant, and uh, uh, we, uh, we want to see if that if you notice that this year at check-in, okay? Not, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for it. You got it. Okay, there you go. Jerry Grimek uh, joining us from the Hotel Penn uh, in New York City as Westminster kicks off your reports live all this week right here on AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio's Westminster coverage brought to you by DogSure, the first liquid daily nutritional supplement that can also serve as a full meal replacement. DogSure is available where quality pet products are sold. Learn more online at www.petag.com. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at scoopfree.com. 
How would you like to cut your mortgage payment by over 50%? Then pay close attention because the new Secure Advantage loan only from Quicken Loans could cut your payment in half. With a new Secure Advantage loan, you get the advantage of choosing an incredibly low payment month after month, plus the security of knowing your low rate is fixed for years. But these low rates may not last, so call 1-800-314-1033. Join other Animal Radio listeners who are putting thousands of dollars back in their pockets. Call 1-800-314-1033. If a 50% lower payment and the security of a fixed rate sounds good to you, call Quicken Loans. 1-800-314-1033. Call now. 1-800-314-1033. Quicken Loans is an equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. Call right now. 1-800-314-1033. I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight-impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life, so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products, and I've found that Biospot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet, but it's available at my local pet store, and it's guaranteed to work. Biospot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications. Biospot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months. Biospot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands. And it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back. These dogs have to be at their best. So I rely on the best. Biospot. Go to biospot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is David Fry on Animal Radio. I want you to think about this. It's much more important what we learn from our dogs than what we teach them. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A British cat's bad behavior has forced his owner to post a sign that reads, Warning, dangerous cat has attacked 13 people in the last six years. Anne Hogbin says 12-year-old Blackie is as gentle as a kitten, often curling up in her lap for a nap. But he turns into a different cat when he sees a man in uniform. So far, five postmen, one police officer, five paper boys, a garbage man, and a construction worker have been attacked by Blackie. Blackie was known for chasing his victims down the street, but even now that he's an indoor cat, his behavior hasn't changed. Anne recently came home to find blood on her letterbox after Blackie attacked the mailman's hand as he pushed the letters in. Blackie no longer has access to the front door. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You probably have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution RX, I'll always be loyal to you. 
instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% Natural Pet Solution RX at EarthsBalance.com. Visit EarthsBalance.com for my sake. Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Doggone It and G Wiz. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at Get Serious Products. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. This week on Animal Radio and AnimalRadio.com, we have live Westminster coverage streaming online 24-7. All of that coverage is brought to you by Pet Ag and the people that make dog sure. And we have on the phone with us no stranger to Animal Radio, Darlene Fredakis. Hi, Darlene. How are you doing? Very good. How- you know, there's about 69 million households that have pets, and uh, they may have more than one pet. And did you know that in about 75% of those homes, they have aging pets? Wow. And you're probably saying... Well, do I have an aging pet? What what age do pets become a senior, Darlene? Well, yes, that's a great question, Hal. And, you know, it, it just depends on the size of the breed. The larger breeds start aging sooner. They start aging after age three. Wow. And the medium-sized breeds between uh-huh. five and seven, and the smaller-sized breeds after seven years of age. What about cats? Yes, and cats after seven as well because they're smaller. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we don't quite realize that because we think of aging as getting up into the teens. Sure. Well, that's not so. We need to start treating our pet differently once it starts the aging process so that it can maintain, your, your pet can maintain its youthfulness throughout that, that process and nope. stay younger and feel better and hopefully live longer and you know, it's it's just wonderful because we want our good friends with us as long as we possibly sure, can sure. have them with us. Well, people are starting to realize that it's not one year for every seven years now. That, that's just a myth. Yes. Yes. And they, they hit seniorhood very early. Uh, I know that I have. and <laughs> I, Personally? Well, yeah. When I when I turned 40, I started to drink that insurer stuff. Oh. Which, uh-huh. uh, because I don't have in my body all the stuff that I had when I was a teen. Uh, I can't produce all the vitamins and I'm working all the time and I'm stressed and I need a little supplement so Insure helps me. Uh-huh. You guys have invented Dog Sure and Cat Sure. Absolutely. And these are daily liquid supplements that provide all of the nutrients that a complete meal would provide. And it's, the products are loaded with antioxidants and also contain flaxseed for DHA which helps enhance our, mem- our dog's memory just as it helps us and yes absolutely and these particular products are very very palatable and are great to give the dog it's really difficult to feed vitamin um, tablets because you have to oftentimes crush the tablets and Mm -hmm. especially with cats it's very difficult to feed what does it taste like it tastes like vanilla it's a great (laughs) creamy vanilla flavor (laughs) that both cats and dogs just love do you put it on top of food, or do you just instead of food, or how does it? How does the whole thing work? I know when I drink my insurance, usually instead of a meal. 
Oh, well, you could top dress the food and actually enhances enhances the palatability of the food and or you can serve it solely, either mm-hmm. or. And sometimes when pets age, they can tend to reject their foods and liquids. It's also a great source of liquid and rehydration mm-hmm. for pets mm-hmm. because especially cats, once in a while, they, they you know don't drink enough liquids. And this particular product not only helps with the nutrients, it also gives the fluids as well to the cat or dog. Very good. So it really makes up for uh, everything that was lost uh, or is lost as you get older. But is it something that you Absolutely. can feed younger cats and dogs? We say three plus years of, or older for dogs and mm-hmm. seven plus years or older for cats. And veterinarians also recommend the products dog sure and catcher for this purpose as well as they should as they should so where can we get it where can we get this uh, i imagine most pet stores that are respectable yes. would have this pet stores throughout the united states and or you can google um any one of the product names you can go to www.petag.com which is our website and of course we have links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com including uh, all the details about dog sure besides dog sure and catcher what other fitness tips might you have for us in older pets? Well, number one, it's best to work out with your pet. It is such a wonderful thing to go on walks with your pet. It, it actually is good for yourself as well as your pet. You can bond with your pet, your dog, and you can, you know, feel good about what you're doing as well as what your pet's doing. Pets need exercise, just like we do. So well, I want you to important. picture this, Darlene and Judy. Tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. I'm going to crack open an insure for me, <laughs> a catcher for my kitty, and then mm-hmm. we're going to drink it down and take a little walk together and bond. Very good. Hey, that sounds like a great <laughs> plan. <laughs> Darlene, we thank you so much for joining us today. And well, we- thank you, Hal. Thank you so much for all that you do for pet lovers and, and pets. We really appreciate it as well. And all of us at Animal Radio are so glad. Thank you for sponsoring all of our Westminster coverage this week. Oh, not a problem. We're happy and proud to do it. Thank you. That's all we have time for this hour. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com, including live Westminster coverage 24-7 all this week at AnimalRadio.com. Remember, if you get a pet this week... Please spay or neuter. And if you want a particular breed... Go to a breed rescue. Don't purchase a dog. And if it's a cat... Don't ever declaw. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here. Have a great week. Bye-bye.